Hi, and welcome to the podcast, Podcast My Business. And today we have Karina Lindby from answeryes.com.au. Hi, Karina. Hello, Tony. How you doing? Awesome. That's what I like to hear. You know, I'm saying that these days. In fact, I'm saying freaking awesome. Because yes. that's just me. Yes, I agree with that. Are you one of those people... I, I do that. When someone says oh, hundreds of thousands, I go, no, 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 don't you mean millions and billions? Absolutely. Always think big is my philosophy. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, yep, yep. Cool, good. Okay. So um, answer yes, interesting name. Um, in my SEO experience, I would say that's not very descriptive enough. However, what do you, does answer yes do? Well, the full title is the answer is yes so that um, came about because I always answered yes to my clients when they asked me could you do this can you organize this training can you organize that training my answer is the answer is yes always if I if I don't have it today I'll get it tomorrow so for whatever business needs in the way of training the answer is yes fantastic and of course after the, the event that we've had and we're still going through You've got a lot of stuff here that any business that, especially one that has employees, needs to be in touch with you. Let's start off with WHS training. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, work, health and safety and, you know, the sub-branches from that. You know, you have uh, fire training, environmental, chemical, uh, first aid, whatever it is, uh, It's uh, we have that training. We do do face-to-face training because some training courses are required to be conducted face-to-face and that's usually the accredited training but more and more we're moving to online and I went COVID before COVID became cool is that we've been doing our training online as it's a more faster and efficient way of doing training seriously trying to get a group of 10 people in a classroom at a workplace sometimes it's like herding cats you know they're they 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 keep bolting out, or they've got to do this and they've got to do that, whereas online training enables them to do it in their time. you just got to give them a deadline, though, and uh, they can get the training done. Well, exactly. I mean, geez, those who do online services, hmm, like online podcasting, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I Look, yeah. I've even mastered the art of online auditing, so I can come into your premises and do a fire and safety audit and I just send you a Zoom link and you can show me around and I don't have to visit your site, but it's much more faster and efficient, which means I can go anywhere in Australia and New Zealand, basically anywhere in the world. Fantastic. And, of course, you know, there's all these new challenges around COVID and extra sanitation and extra cleanliness and so forth yes. as well. Yes, I don't have to worry about that because I just go in virtually, so it's really great. But, yeah, we have systems and structures and policies, procedures and the training and everything that a business needs in in that regard because it's not just me, it's also my team of specialists. I currently have 24 specialists in five different genres. So, Mm, Cool. All right, and then, of course, there's the old favourite HR Oh, I mean, yeah. HR. <laughs> HR, it's exciting. It's yeah. amazing. And yeah. they can do some great work. So you've got the compliance aspect of it, but then you've also got all the, the fun stuff, you know, like the team culture. Oh, it can be the communication stuff. And there's a whole range of stuff that comes under HR, but it certainly makes it interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it is important because people have, um, let's say, split from their employer for now 
and then you're going to get them back in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's new requirements on how they've changed awards temporarily and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, it's also even while they're working from home, there's stuff that you have to you have to treat their home environment as if it's a workplace. So you have the same rules and regulations. You've got to have health and safety in place for them working at home. It's just an extension of work. So you've got to even now during COVID, if they're working from home, you've got to look at it. It could also include things like cybersecurity as well, because that's a good one. You know, they're working from home, but their their firewalls and all their security is lax so the kids can come in and just have a field day accessing the work database because they've got nothing in place. So it makes it interesting. Yeah. And that's what a lot of businesses don't understand, the cybersecurity side of things. I I, I take payment by credit card. Um, I have a provider that does all that for me. But even I needed to be compliant according to the credit card companies. And, of course, I pay a monthly fee. They don't do anything for it. It's really frustrating. But the mm-hmm. credit card companies enforce that because of cybersecurity. Yeah, there's a misnomer, though, that you know, when it comes to cybersecurity, IT is only um, 10% of what makes up cybersecurity. There's a lot of other elements. And people, the, usually the weakest element is the weakest link is the staff. They don't know what they don't know, and so they do stupid things. So, like the CEO that has the password on a post-it note on the drawer in their desk. Yes, and the cleaners every night get a chance to have a look through it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know whether you've seen Ready Player One, but there's an element in that. It's a good movie. Um with the password on a low post-it note. Yeah. Quite funny. Yeah. Look, I, I wouldn't be in job if things like common sense was applicable. And, you know, if common sense existed, we wouldn't need health and safety, HR or any of the other stuff. But there is not – there's a major lack. In fact, what we target is um, when, when you think of who you're training for and everything, we have to allow for that. We're going to have to teach Homer Simpson and that's who we're targeting. If he doesn't work for you, he'll come in as a client and he can ruin your business. So you've yeah. got to be prepared that whatever you do, whatever protections you put around your business, um, you're factoring in for Homer Simpson. Yeah, I, I use a term, a sort of rude term, but I'm not going to get into it, so that's okay. All right, cool. Okay, excellent. So that covers the business systems as well and business development and personal development. So you do a whole range of things. Yeah, I sort of liken it to your business is out in the elements. What can take your business out is things like government legislation, your clients if you do the wrong thing, your staff if you do the wrong thing, suppliers, um, members of the public. So you've got to protect your business. So thinking, think of it, you've got to build a fortress around your business. So that and that those areas include HR, health and safety, business systems. You've got people in your business. So look, if you don't develop them, they can screw you over as well. And then when you've got those four walls up, the roof is in. And when you start really looking at the business development, if you don't have that around it, your business is exposed and could come under attack. And that's where we we look at. And so we liken it to. Every business is different. No one business is the same as the next business. So we have to work out whether we're building an outhouse for you to protect your business or we're building the Taj Mahal. So, you know, every business is different on how big their protection is around their business. That's exactly And that's what a lot of people don't realise the benefits of training is protection, protection for the business, protection for the people, protection from the government as well. Yes, 
Yes, the government likes to legislate, but that's the reason they're putting in all this legislation. I hear it all the time. Oh, the government's trying to do this. No. People are we've got to put it in place because people don't use common sense and people are dying at work. On average, we're losing at least one to two people every week at work in Australia. This is not overseas. This is in Australia from going to work and being killed at work, not to mention all those that are injured. So it's a it's an expensive um, endeavour and if we don't protect um, people, then, yeah, we've got to pay the consequences down the track. Well, that's right. And it also, again, it's all about protection. So the government's there to protect the Homer Simpsons of the world. Yes. And you're there to protect the businesses that interact with the Homer Simpsons of the world. Correct. That's it exactly. Wow. Do you like the way I did that? <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that one. <laughs> there you go. Well said. I, I warned you, but I wasn't going to yeah. say when. There yes. you go. The answer is cool. yes. Excellent. Okay. So I always ask for a tip. Is there some sort of tip? Let's say, because um, again, let's stick with WHS training because there's lots of new stuff. What would be something post-event that businesses should be focusing on? The biggest issue that I find in every business is that nobody, oh no, correction, not as many people as they should have actually done a hazard and risk assessment. So even going back when the staff coming back into work, you might be time to refresh if, you, if you've got a hazard and risk assessment. For instance, if you've had machinery that's been sitting around for two months and you just suddenly switch it on, if you haven't done an assessment on that machinery and also the staff going back to work because you imagine they haven't worked on that machinery for two months and muscle memory's gone and so them coming back in, these are all the trainings that you need to think about um, as they're coming back in. Do we need to refresh all their training or do we have to put training in place? And if you have never done a hazard risk assessment for your business, I don't care if you're a sole trader working from home or you're a multi-million dollar business, every business must do a hazard risk assessment. Some of them could be short and sweet, but if you haven't done it, um, basically you're breaching the health and safety legislation and you don't know what you need to put into place. Exactly. I think, again, it's important for working from home. Yeah, even if you're working from home and even if you're working for yourself, you still need to think about that. Yeah, yeah because you interact with um, customers and your suppliers. And um, um, a good example is to, you know, I was talking to my cyber specialist and he says people don't understand. They might not think their business is very big, but the hackers are looking for the weakest link in the chain and they could be the weak, weak link that gets them to the bigger clients that they're interacting with. So every business needs to look at health and safety or the business system, cyber, HR. If you've never done any risk assessment on your business, uh, cha-ching, it's just a matter of time before it catches up with you. Absolutely correct. All right, thank you so much for that, Karina, and um, thanks for your time. Thank you.